Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I love this part of who Jesus is because some people are like, what this does for me, these type of conversations and this type of thought process when people say like how like why should i believe in jesus and i was like well you know like did he walk on water change water to wine um if we take away all those miracles and then we look at like just the things he tells us to do it's a really big ask he has life-changing life-altering thoughts and ways of living that radically will change people's lives just that like so we need to measure ourselves and like, oh, so like that means I'm just I'll be polite to other people because I want them to be polite. That's easy. But then what happens if someone hurts you? What do you do? And that's when it gets complicated. But there's such wisdom here because, you know, we talk you and I talk a lot about like focusing on what we can control, right? Like like being being core centered, self-controlling, not other centered or sorry, <laughs> being being core centered and self-controlling, not self-centered and others controlling and i love how this verse is so self-controlled focused where it's like it's almost like because again i'll read it again for you'll be treated as you treat others the standard you use in judging is the standard by which you'll be judged it's almost like jesus is saying yeah 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 okay you've laid the table there's injustice i get it but just remember friend if you are the one that made this mistake how do you want to be treated and it's what a fascinating and challenging um, question that it's almost as if Jesus wants us to remember that with whatever failure and problems that we experience from others, remember that we too will fail. And how do we want to be treated in those moments of failure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the, this, and this is why I think that verse is so powerful. It's because if I put myself in the, in the shoes of the person who harmed someone i hope to god that that there is a way back for me into community i may not have the same role but i hope there's a way for me to be back to be brought to be a part of and be brought back in a road back to to redemption not like an instantaneous you're right back where you were but a way back in because a consequence often should be and has to be a change in a relationship like that is the con- those are the consequences that often hurt the most is saying that like if if I created harm if there's harm enough in my life where like if someone is a perpetual liar and I'm realizing this that it needs to be a change in the relationship because if we if you if it's a perpetual lie that means I can't trust you with certain things and if if I keep pointing it out again and again our relationship has to change that doesn't mean I don't like you that doesn't mean I don't care for you. It just means that the relationship boundaries and how we experience each other is going to change because it is not kind to let a perpetual liar continue to lie. It's not, that is not, be, that is not seeking the good for them. So that if, what would it actually look like if we wanted good for our enemy or wanted good for people who weren't looking out for us? It's putting in things in our lives, in that person, in, in as much as we can control where we don't allow them to continue to do the same thing to us. That's kind and good and loving. Yeah, it's good. The, the verse that follows that is um, 
Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but fail to notice the beam in your own eye? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, all of this points to the fact that I think Jesus wants us to be sober minded when we go into conflict and when we're, when we're faced with our own moral failures, but definitely the moral failures of others. It's almost as if as Jesus is saying, he's not saying, you know, be flippant about it. Um, who cares? Right. Because oftentimes when someone does something wrong, like, so, like sometimes people are harmed and sometimes, um, so on and so forth. But like, it's almost like he's saying, you know, before you, before you go all crazy, remember <laughs> you too are not perfect. How, how do you want to be treated if you find yourself in a similar place? Um, it's just a really, I think it's such, it, I, I agree with you. It's why I love Jesus so much be, and why, and Christ brings me back to faith because it's just, it's so contrary to what we often see in society. And if you and I and, and the rest of us could, could live more like this, I think we would experience just such a more robustly rich, relationally healthy society because we would be more understanding. We would be, we would listen. There would definitely be consequence, but we would, we would be trying to really help the, the other flourish and grow, not, not kill them. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five on our conversation. We'll see you then.